Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, welcome, everybody. We hope that you are staying safe and inside, and we hope that you're not going to stir crazy, but we appreciate everyone who is staying safe and staying home and making sure that you and everyone else are safe. Okay, let me tell you how you can always find us and listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. You can always find us at 515 605 9375 during any live program to listen by phone. You can go to blogtalkusa.com or blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa. You can also find us in podcast form on iTunes, on Apple Radio, Stitcher, pretty much any podcasting outlet has Blog Talk USA podcast. Okay, no further delay because it's Monday, so we want to get started. Here is your host for Marvelous Monday, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. McKellar. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Ms. Brianna. Good evening. And how are you? That's some very important information that you started us out with tonight. And thank you so much for that again. We actually may talk a little bit about what we heard from the governor of Texas today uh, in regards to trying to reopen our community back and our states back and all across America eventually, I guess. So with that being said, let's bring Mr. Arthur in. And uh, we we actually, Mr. Yannick, hey, fine, how are you doing? Good evening. We were actually looking forward. Yeah, we were looking forward to tonight because uh, at the onset of the ending, well, I should not say the onset, at the ending of our last show last week, last Monday, uh, Bishop Guillory came in and he brought uh, the new president or chairperson of the Republican Party there in California. And so we were hoping that he'd come back this evening uh, to join us in more conversation because we only had about a couple of minutes of him. So hopefully, I don't know if you've heard from them or not, but we're hoping not yet. That, that he, not yet. Okay, that, that he'll come back in. And, uh, and share uh, some more information with us in um, his new position and so forth and so on. We, I had some questions for him, and so I was looking forward to them coming back. So maybe we'll hear from them before the show is over. But hopefully everybody's doing good. What about you, Ms. Rihanna? What about you, Mr. Arthur? Ms. Rihanna, you've been doing good? Doing well. Thank you. Yes. Good, good. Yes, social distancing. Yes, yeah, social distancing. Yes, that's yes. right. Well, we know we know that uh, that we have a state for sure that opened up today, and I I meant to send send you guys out a photograph of uh, some of the people who are at the beaches, and they're not six feet apart. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone said, "Well, if they don't want to be six feet apart, maybe they want to be six feet under." And so I said, well, I certainly hope not. Hopefully that will comply. And then uh, someone uh, sent me another message. There's always lots of messages, right? And so another message, uh, someone sent a photograph of their 
nails and they were determined to get to um, get to the nail salon. However, the nail salons were not open. And so someone sent a message and said, yeah, well, let me tell you who's doing nails and who's doing makeup and who's doing hair. Do you guys know who those people are? A lot of immigrants and a lot of, um, you know, nail salons. I know, especially um, in Kentucky, and I believe I remember when I lived in Texas, a lot uh-huh. of nail salons were owned by immigrants and persons of color. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, true. So, well, just, you know, not not to stereotype, but that's um, something that I, sure. I think is common. Um, it's mm-hmm. you know a trade that is common for uh, a lot of people coming over as immigrants, and um, I just think that that's a common thing. So, okay. I think that so that's worth noting since we know the statistics right. of how this is, is affecting people. So then, I, that's Miss Rihanna's response. What is your response, uh, Mr. Arthur? Who is doing nails, and that's uh, because the nail salons and the hair salons and the barbers are still closed, at least here in Texas. So, who do you know that's doing that kind of work still? Well, we're well, well, here in Dallas. Well, we, we, we're here in Dallas County. You know, we still have a lockdown going. Exactly. <laughs> so if you get caught doing so, so if you get caught doing here, you're gonna get a fine. That's mm-hmm. true. So, Mm-hmm. So we're not doing that yet, you know, yet here. But 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 when it do start, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically the Koreans, you know, who does. Okay. You know, have, you know, have the market mm-hmm. up here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want me to share with you who's doing it right now? Yeah. Who's? who's oh, well, oh, you yeah, want to hear my? Oh, you you want to hear my version? Oh, oh, of course, the, of course, want to hear your the, version. The funeral homes are doing it. They're doing makeup. They're doing. They're doing the hair. That's right. Business. <laughs> yeah, they never they never stopped, right? Well, maybe they stopped a little bit. Who knows? And it's interesting that that this was this note was sent to me. This is not anything I came up with. Uh, they said, "Well, okay, for all of those that's just dying to get their nails done and dying to get their hair done, they use the word dying. Uh, let right. me tell you who is doing uh, nails and who's doing uh, hair and getting you all mm-hmm. set. But but the sad part of all of that is that people. Uh, people are not able to have the traditional services for their families. Uh, only 10 people basically are allowed to attend. And normally well, it's yeah. not in a church. It's at a grave site, right? Mm-hmm. And, sure. And speaking, sure, sure, and speaking sure, of that. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where are they going? Sure. I mean, where are they going? That's true. Right. Right. Back, back home. Without the hair and nail. I mean, where are they going without the hair and nail? I mean, world, where are they going? <laughs> Good question. Good question. Good question. <laughs> and, and speaking of that, let 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 uh, us reflect on someone that's very near and dear uh, to us, and that is uh, our beloved uh, Christian Gooden, who mm-hmm. lost his mother, only forty-five yeah. years of age. And so today they traveled out to Amarillo, which is her hometown where she originally uh, came from. He lost his young mother. Uh, there's two young children, and, and Christian actually is the eldest uh, child in the family, which he's what, Miss Rihanna, about 22 maybe, something like that? Uh, 22, 23, yes, very young. Yes, yeah, something like that. And then his his two young siblings is probably seven or nine, very young. Uh, and so his mother passed away uh, last weekend. 
And so, um, so our hearts just bleed for Christian. He's just yeah. so he's so distraught and so brokenhearted. So we want to think about him and keep a positive prayer thought out for Christian because he's really having a difficult time uh, at this at this particular time. We're all together. Last time we were all together was what last September, Miss Rihanna? Guess mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in in DC, we're always in DC with this. He he used to be our um, uh, well, he's a college student working on his master's degree, getting ready to graduate. As a matter of fact, in this, mm-hmm. let me see, is it December? I believe December. Or, I think so. Yes, December. I, I think, think it's so. December. Yes, and so he's our intern. Always travel with us to DC, and was just always over the all over mm-hmm. the place, making sure that whatever. Miss Rihanna and, and First Sergeant sent him out as a task. He took care of that task when Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee came in uh, to Tyler in East Texas to stomp with me the last time I ran for Congress. Uh, they went down to Shreveport and drove her, picked her up and drove her back in uh, to Tyler in East Texas area. And just whatever we needed him to do, he was mm-hmm. always there to do it. So we always made sure he was well taken care of. Uh, yes. As a young college student, and we expect—I expect him to run for some public office someday. He's yes. working on his master's degree in, in political science and, and public policy, I believe it is. He would make so, any uh, mother extremely proud, and I know his mother was very, true. very proud of him. That's the Just truth. a beautiful, he, he, wonderful he, he, young man. Wonderful. It certainly sounds like an alpha man. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. you know that's interesting <laughs> that you said that. That and and he had every intention. He was a he was the quarterback of football team at Texas College, and mm-hmm. so he ended up with a little heart uh, uh, dysrhythmia, and uh, so they decided that he couldn't no longer play. And then he was so he became Mister Texas College, and and you're right, and and but I think I think he was interested in Omega Scott Shy. Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity because he I think spoke that's with right. my husband. Uh, yeah, he spoke <laughs> with my husband a lot about that. I'm sorry, Mr. Arthur. <laughs> he spoke with my husband. <laughs> but you, you'd never fault him for it. He's too good of <laughs> no, a man. Never, not at all. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But what, whatever he's too good of a man. He, He's going. He's going to be well, good at it, right? He's going. That's to right. Well, there have been. That's right. Well, that. Tell your husband that there's been many Omega men that made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you know something? I, I I say this all the time. He's the farthest from an Omega man that I have ever seen. <laughs> he, <he's> <laughs> <laughs> but I but I won't tell him that. I let him go along. <laughs> that's his thing. So anywho, that's it. But. Um, but anyways, I just wanted to uh, mention Christian and uh, and so forth. And so for everybody to just uh, remember Christian as they going along the way. Yeah. Hopefully that he'll, and, he'll be Go ahead, Ms. Rihanna. Well, I, I wanted to, not to take away from, from Christian uh, and his mother, but uh, it just right. popped into my head. And I wanted to say because his mother was so young, uh, right. just a couple of years older than me, um, when right. she passed, it reminded me that this week we learned that people in their 30s and 40s who are contracting COVID-19 and dying are dying yep. from things related to having strokes. 
Um, I know that that was something in the news this week, and that's kind of new information that we're learning. So I wanted to put that out there for everyone who thinks that, oh, I'm young. This isn't, you know, something that affects me. It it is affecting all ages of people, and the people dying from it in the 30s and 40s are dying from strokes uh, in large numbers. In large, very large numbers. And I'm, I'm very delighted that you brought that out, uh, Ms. Rihanna, because uh, someone had a message on, I think it was Facebook, on one of the social medias uh, outlets, and they're saying, uh, people are saying that uh, that these people are dying from COVID-19, but they're really dying from uh, natural causes, and then they started naming out stroke and heart attack and, and various and sundry things, and what they're not really focusing on is that when COVID-19 hits the yeah. body, it affects every organ that you have. Yeah. And so, yes, you could possibly uh, die of a stroke or you could possibly die of a heart attack, but you're, but, but it would be uh, the secondary symptom that mm-hmm. you get from having the primary symptom of uh, COVID-19. Yeah. So, yeah, tell, tell, them that, tell them that that's called a pre-existing condition. Yes. <laughs> well, that's well right. and maybe and maybe not. Times it may not. Sometimes you, it could be. You just never have detected that you may have had some difficulties with your heart. Christian would have never known that he had some difficulties if he if he had not been playing football. Then it became mm-hmm. known. That's the only reason that I'm talking yeah, about. Exactly. It, it became known. It, it, but but exactly. by the same token. Right, but let me just say. No, I'm just going to say, and then I'll, I'll turn it to you. That I'm going to say is that COVID-19, because it's such a horrific uh, disease, that it can immediately affect other organs in your body. That maybe was okay, uh, but mm-hmm. because of what it does to the system and how horrific it is, it could just turn that, it could turn your body around in a few minutes. Right, right. But go ahead, go ahead. Uh, what I'm saying, you, you know, even, you know, you hear about these people that was healthy as a horse and all of a sudden, yeah. you know, COVID, yeah. you know, COVID killed them. The, the, those are mostly folks that had a pre existing condition that didn't know they had it. True. Yes. Yeah. Well, they didn't know they had yeah. it. Right. I mean, they didn't know. So, 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 so I'm just saying that. Uh, if you're perfectly healthy, I don't believe it's going to kill you. I think that something's going on. You just didn't know about it. As far as you're concerned, right. it's perfectly healthy. Right. You know, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we know all the time that until until something like that type of disease put a stress on your body, just say the organs, yeah. then it yeah. brings out, it, it, it may have been like, it may be something you could live with the rest of your life. But since right. this hit, you know, your body couldn't, uh, couldn't handle it with that. So I'm just saying, that's what we have to understand. So, yeah, it was a natural cause. But it was mm-hmm. a pre-existing condition that caused it. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Well, it's I've never seen anything like it. So let's talk a little bit about about it, and let's talk a little bit. But let's start with uh, the fact that uh, Governor Greg Abbott here in Texas came out, and a lot of people were thinking that he was just going to. A jump right in there and say everything is open, wide open immediately. Uh, but but he was a little cautious in doing so. I, I, I think he was really trying to still comply with, uh, you know, Trump was saying uh, maybe we can open up at uh, Easter or the next week after or so. So I think that he was still trying to stay in those good graces by coming out and saying uh, something here in May. And then, of course, we know that Friday 
excuse me, in April, I'm saying, but we know that Friday is what, May 1st, I believe. So with that being said, uh, on May 1st, this Friday, uh, the malls are allowed to open up. Uh, a, a couple of the restaurants are allowed to open up, uh, but they have to make sure that only 25% of people are in the facilities that are opening up. Did not allow the the uh, hair salons, the nail salons, and the barber shops, and those people. Uh, he's going to take a look at that maybe in the middle of of May. But he's starting out with phase one, and then I was listening to a Houston channel, and they said that, that Mayor Sylvester Turner says that I'm requiring people to wear masks and we're not getting ready to open up. And so then Governor Abbott says, well, I'm, I'm not requiring people to wear masks, uh, uh, but we are highly suggesting that they wear masks. And then he said, uh, he ended that by saying, everything that I say supersedes what the individuals in the individual cities say, the mayors say, uh, my, my uh, decree supersedes that. So comment, uh, guys, uh, and we know that Houston is the leading city in Texas, and then I believe you guys are next, right, Mr. Arthur? Dallas comes in next yeah. mm-hmm. after that. Okay, so with that being said, and, and I know that the mayor of Dallas, uh, Mayor um, Eric Johnson, uh, was right. still pushing for people to continue as is. And right. So we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about Texas and how we're doing, and then we're going to go to Atlanta, and we're going to take a look at what went on down there in Atlanta today. Uh, and Let me tell you why the are... Okay, go ahead. Let me tell you why the governor sound, uh, trying to sound a little more reasonable. He saw what happened to that governor uh, down mm-hmm. there in Georgia and stuff when they were going to mm-hmm. do all that stuff, and then you know, Trump told him to do it, then they started doing it, and Trump said, well, I don't think that would be a good idea. So I think so I think Mr. Abbott was was watching all that. He said, Wait wait a minute. <laughs> okay, I need to look a little more reasonable right about exactly. now that I was gonna be that I was gonna be looking. So that's kinda of what happened with uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that situation. But 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 basically, uh uh you know what I'm you know what we're saying, N W A C we're saying we're taking black people to uh, you know, st- you know, use social distancing. Uh, you know, st- you know, if you can, if you can, stay at home. You know, right. and, and uh, 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 you know, and then basically just focus on, focus on yourself and and what you need to do for you and your family right now. Uh, if you again, if you're required to go to work, they ask you to come to work. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you know we do have OSHA laws. So come right. to our, uh, you know, you have to follow those laws. So just go in. Right. Uh, you know, I tell you, don't go to work, but I'm saying if you do go. Make sure that you're protected because if something happens to you, they're just going to hire somebody else. Absolutely correct. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how much history we really are, if in fact we decide to to get out there and and continue on. Uh, would you say? So then, with as I was not real uncomfortable with his process, what what I I said to them on our call today, on our task force call is that I, uh, whatever day it was, I get my date, today's Monday. So on Friday when I was delivering uh, more masks out to the hospitals 
and uh, the nursing homes, and then I, we delivered some to the, the early childhood education school. And let me, let me just pause right now, because and, and, I can't say this enough, to thank those wonderful, wonderful women. I don't know if Dr. Nancy Nichols is Amen. on tonight, but she is one oh, yeah. of those. Listen, those ladies are doing amazing work, and, and, and you should see the handiwork that they're doing, and they're making the splits in the middle or on the top where you can stuff in those uh, those uh, top-grade, uh, even if it's not top-grade uh, filters, uh, from if you just place those, those uh, panty liners and place those uh, coffee filters inside, it does, it does the trick. And so every time we get to, to the location and pass those out, uh, I mean, you should see the faces of, of the nurses. And then we, we hear on the call, oh, we have plenty of those uh, masks. Uh, the hospitals are fine, uh, but they'll call us. They call me, and they say, do something. We need masks. And so um, so I'm just delighted to, to be connected with these women and the great work that they're doing. And I want to make sure that when all of this is over that these women are recognized by our community for their great work. And I'm talking about they're pumping them out like you would not believe. And people, if they can't make the mask, the ladies are calling in and say, here's $20, go buy the coffee filters, go buy whatever you need, buy fabric. Uh, It's just amazing the work that's taking place. And I'm so excited about it. (laughs) But I got sidetracked, so I don't wherever I was going with this, oh, well, going back to uh, to uh, Governor Abbott and the layout that he laid out today. How about you? I don't know, if, Ms. Rihanna, if you heard his message, but what, what were your feeling and you being, your city is the number two city for, for the largest um, cases in the state of Texas. We're still waking up every morning, and we're still having more cases. We have 135 cases here in Tyler. And so in Smith County, and so each morning that we get up, we're still having more and more. But now I, and let me say this as well: I appreciate the the people who are who are out there trying to make a difference and trying to enforce uh, mm-hmm. to carry out what we're asked to do. Wear the masks, wear the gloves. Uh, some people will have to be pushed and forced to do it, and that's Walmart stores and the supermarkets, and so. On Friday when I, I stopped in the market and one guy had his mask under his neck and I said to him, uh, well, what, tell me what good is your mask under your neck? And then a young lady checked me out and even though they have the shields at the supermarkets, I don't know what they do in your state or not, Miss Rihanna, but the supermarkets yeah. have the shields, okay? And yeah. so everybody in the store, everybody in the store, except the young lady that checked me out had their mask and their gloves on and then of course the one man who had his underneath his neck and I said don't worry about taking my market out I'll, I'll carry my own groceries out no and so uh, but at any rate most people are trying to comply and because the bulk of the people are trying to comply our cases are down but they're not gone so the curve is not really flattened us here in East Texas and in the smaller cities we see the spikes 
because they don't have the health care and they don't have people probably that's giving them instructions on what they need to do mm-hmm. and how they need to do it. I don't know. But we see them rising in the smallest communities like Harrison County, that's in Marshall, back down in all those area, Carthage. You probably saw all of those people, 19 of them in a nursing home in Carthage, Texas, that's Panola County. And then they had six deaths. So you see in those smaller cities, yeah. Mr. Arthur, what were, you, what were your thoughts? How did uh, you feel about what Governor Abbott said? Well, well first of all, I want, uh, I want to premise it before I, before I say what I'm going to say about him is that you, you, you got to understand, you know, when you live in a, a white supremacist society of which we live in, uh, the, and, 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 you know, you know, like in, in school they taught us about Darwinism, survival of the fittest. Right. Now that the pressure that hit the system, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. That's the European subscription, you know. Like black folks, you know, we've been through this before, so you know we don't get as excited as they do. Uh, now, in the context of what he's talking about, Texas is forty ninth out of 50, 50 states in Texas. There you go. There he you don't go. even know what the situation is. Mm-hmm. He don't even know what the situation is. And so, what I'm saying, based on based on survival of the fittest, I'm uh, you know what we're asking everybody to do is, hey, look, uh, protect yourself first. You know, do the social distance, uh, but they accept legally. Uh, you know, don't be putting seven homes away unnecessarily. Uh, if they don't have the proper equipment to protect you with, nobody's trying to protect you. You don't need to be there. You need just, you know, so, so that's what, you know, the main thing. Now, now, uh, uh, you know, okay, okay, it hit the urban areas mainly. So now it's headed out to the country people. So that's what right. they're here to now. So now it's going to get, you know, the country folks. And then you got, right. and then you got these nuts. And then you got these nuts going around uh, protesting like they want their freedom. Really, <laughs> you know. I know, you know that's so interesting. And so they spread and they sell. So mm-hmm. you know, so basically, then that, that uh, uh, I was looking at some uh, uh, some stuff seeing about about Europe or uh, Sweden. Now Sweden, they've taken an interesting uh, approach. Uh, they, you know, they're not doing what everybody else is doing. What they're doing is, of course, in their in their deaths are on the level with ours. Uh, basically, what they're doing is that's basically uh, not telling people what to do. They're they're suggesting what they should do. Uh, you know, the mask, the stand away from your grand folks, and all that type of stuff. Uh, and otherwise, they just let everything flowing like it's flowing. That's interesting. Right. I mean, yeah, their folks are doing different things. So hopefully, when we get through with all this, uh, maybe you know everybody going to examine who did what and hope we can come up with the best practices. But as far as our governor. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's about the politics. Uh, he, again, you know, like for some reason, white people think they can't get it. Uh, I don't know why that, man, I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. You know, black folks, we thought it for a minute. <laughs> you know, <to> <laughs> we thought it for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so, that, so, that's just so amazing. I mean, that is so amazing to me uh, that anyone would think that they would not be able to to get any kind of virus, period. I mean, <laughs> even though, you know, even though, let me just say that hydrochloroquine, uh, you see more African-American women taking that drug because it's, it's geared toward lupus. And then, of course, mm-hmm. so you see more black women get lupus doesn't mean that somebody else that's of the Caucasian persuasion cannot get it. It's just that you see more people who are black women that get it. Why? I don't know. And then sickle cell, you you know that that's, you see a lot of black folks get sickle cell anemia, uh, but it's not, didn't say that 
somebody else of Caucasian persuasion cannot get sickle cell. But but the flu, yeah. like anybody, I don't know of anybody that would not. Uh, and, and I said this in, in our city council meeting on last Wednesday, where it, they said, "Well, we're not we're not the hot spot, uh, councilwoman." And I said, "Wherever there's human consumption, is a hot mm-hmm. spot, right? Hey, mm-hmm. hey, human hey, being hey, is a hot spot." Mm-hmm. If you hey, run into somebody who has, go, go ahead. Mm. They show the power of words, you know. I just showed the power of words when he started talking about that, uh, you know, that uh, eloquent stuff or what it was. Uh, all of a sudden, people that actually needed was having a hard time getting it, right? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. And right. so now, and so now, you know, just show the power of words. And so now, he's telling people to go inject themselves with lifestyle cleaner. So, uh, yeah. so now the cleaning lady, so now the cleaning people are going to have a hard time. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Now, now I I wasn't going to take us there yet, but you shared us there. So that's, <laughs> we going we're going to come back to that one in in a minute. Let's. I want I want to stick right here at this particular area right now, uh, guys. And he talked about that the churches, I believe, and other places of worship can expand uh, their occupancy in Texas uh, begins. And, and I don't know if I wasn't for sure if he was saying in phase one, because this is he put everything in phases, right? Phase one, phase two, phase three. So did you understand that he meant that the churches would be able to begin on Friday, May the first, as well, Mr. Arthur? I think he, I, well, sounds like he was saying everything pretty much open on on, on the first. You just kind of have to do your own. Do you, you know he trusts you to do you know you do your own thing, kind of like. In- well, no, he's well actually not the 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 um the hair salons and the barbers and nail salons they're the middle of of May. They're not. They're oh, okay. not. They're in oh, phase. Okay. I guess that would be considered oh. phase two. They're not oh, they're not oh. quite ready for for them just yet. Okay, yeah, y'all forgot about you said he didn't readjusted his program because first he's just um, he's he just doing that stuff yeah, just like that other little kid, and, and so now he's saying so now he now he now he's doing the phase approach. Right, uh-huh. right. Yeah, he, he, okay, he, so he, 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 trying to see what's going to happen in Georgia first. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree with you, uh, because yeah. because some because he was asked that question. And then I think he came back and took the roots for the churches. And then he, but did he still think starting May the 1st for the churches? And then mm-hmm. he said, uh, but but he strongly encouraged uh, the at-risk population to to watch the church from <laughs> from home. Uh, from, and, but then he said they also have to have uh, designated areas uh, if the at-risk population decided to come. Because he had this book, this big book with 68 so pages, and of course we don't have that book. But uh, but um, but then, but then hey. he said, "Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead." Here's the thing: uh, if you go, we talk about just phases and stuff. First of all, uh-huh. they haven't. If I was going to attack something, I would attack it where it is right now and get on with that. So, in other words, like actually, a lot of resources should be. Be poured toward uh, minority communities right now because we're the most hard yes. to hit. But that's not. But that's yes. not what's happening. Something right, else right. is happening. 
And so my point right. is, you know, you, you, we talk about these phases and all, the, uh, and all that kind of stuff, but the fact of the right. matter is they're not fighting this thing. They're not fighting this no. thing. You know, they're going on no. with the concept of, you know, granting them can die. Yep. Hmm. None, hmm. Of, none of this is based on science. He says the no. word phase, you know, phase one, phase two. It he's has this big thick book to make people think that he's, you know, we're, we're basing this on something solid here. That's where these dates are coming from. These dates aren't coming from anything rational and they at got, all. Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh no nah. and so and, and so they base this you know as long as we're talking about his phases, he good. But the reality of it is he's not using science. And no, he might be challenging. It's crazy. I mean and especially since he himself is part of the at risk community on a couple of different levels. He ain't at risk, he got his own ventilator at his house. Right. Well, well, that's true. That's true. He's not Texas well, yet. Well, there you this, go. This is, what I, this is what I said. I want to sit back and watch how many of them that's pushing this information out there, how many of them going to show up at, at, the, at the wherever, at the mall, at the uh, restaurants, the dining right. restaurants. Right. I want to see how many of them going to show up out there. Right. And they're going to be the well, one with corona. They're going to be the one with corona. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just sent Dr. McKellar a link to an article. <laughs> One of the oh. <laughs> leaders of the protest in North Carolina, the mm. uh, stay-at-home protest, a leader was, of course, uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. You know, which, and I, I also, can I just quickly interject this point, for everybody out there who believes that this is a grassroots kind of thing that we're seeing with these protesters, it's not. It's the same nah, playbook uh, as the tea party, you know, grassroots, not. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, Miss Rihanna, I, I, I want you to talk about that article. Someone sent that article to me uh, this afternoon. Uh, so I didn't read it yet. I just got it just before we got on. So can you tell me, tell me what that article consists of in North Carolina? Oh, North Carolina? Yeah, it, it just talks about uh, one of the leaders of of that group uh, that they're claiming is a grassroots group. None of them uh, are at all. Rihanna, we need to, you know, announce them correctly. Those are greedy roots. Them ain't grassroots. Them greedy <laughs> That's roots. That's it. That's it. Exactly. And, you know, the the Tea Party was nothing more than a huge racist movement, actually, at its core. Uh, but it was also Re-root. well-funded by the Koch brothers. <laughs> it wasn't grassroots anything. Yeah, Re-root. exactly. And that's what this yeah. is. These aren't just organically, you know, angry citizens coming together mm-hmm. and organically doing these protests. These are well-orchestrated, well-funded, well-funded by the sure. same culprits okay. uh, of people that – are doing this, and now we know at least one of the leaders uh, has COVID nineteen after yeah. mm-hmm. being out protesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I've been well, posting. Hey, 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 I posted the deal where this uh, lady was talking about. She she was talking. She, she's from Jacksonville, Florida. I'm I'm I'm, I'm about to send it to you. Uh, and, and basically, you know, like my, you know, I've always asked where the toilet tissue go. <laughs> Right. Where's that going? My husband calls it big toilet paper. Big toilet paper's got a hold on that. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> well, well, she, can where, she can tell you where to start that you. <laughs> okay, move, 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 move right along. Move right along. <laughs> she said oh, moving right along. Can I give yeah, you one right more along. piece of news? Uh, news from the bunker. Since I personally uh, know some Trump supporters in my own family, unfortunately, uh, mm-hmm. and I like to give out information whenever there's a, a shift in that wind, which there rarely <laughs> is. But <laughs> okay. I'll say this. we, Greg and I just found out um, from his in-laws, they, they were very hesitant <laughs> to admit this to us, but they okay. admitted that they had to, and I'm, I'm quoting here, stop okay. watching Donald Trump's press conferences the COVID-19 press conferences a couple of weeks ago because of the way he's treating the reporters. That's a direct quote from two Trump supporters who get Trump wow. mail in their mailbox from his campaign every day and wow. all of that junk. Yes, they, of all people, said they had to stop watching because of the way he was treating the reporters. I think that's pretty big, uh, yeah, a pretty big piece so. of anecdotal info. <laughs> I bet so. Well, now that you mentioned mail in your mailbox from Trump, I received, me of all people, received a piece of mail from Trump's campaign. I couldn't believe it. And so I pulled it, and when my husband brought it in, and I looked at it, it had his name on it, not mine. And I said, return oh, hey, to oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, sender. Uh-huh. Have my husband's husband name on it. Okay. Yes. Uh, I want to say, say something about that when you get through. So go ahead. Okay. You know, I don't know if it's because he's the head of the household. I don't know. No. Nah, I'll tell you in a minute. I'll tell you in a minute. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Go right ahead and tell me. The, uh, uh, basically, I was laughing you back about something. Was, you, you remember back when we were talking about uh, 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 you know, you know the push for black women, them separating us from the black men. Republicans oh, yeah. got a whole program of trying to target black men to vote Republican. That's oh yeah, the strategy. Okay, they, right. they got a whole thing. Yeah, well, that's, that's a strategy. You remember, I was, and I was saying that's what we have to look out for because that's what they're doing. So now, well, they well, the, they, well they send it to the wrong. They send it to the wrong person. Oh, well, you know, like 87, 90% of the time it's going to be to the wrong person, but I'm just saying that that is their their strategy. He says, I don't know if they got me mixed up with, I'm not the politician you are. Here's your trash. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, (laughs) Uh, let let me fix that up for you. And I wrote, return to sender. And mm. put it back in the mail and put it in the mailbox. Okay. So there it is. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I have to be refreshed on did, that. Did y'all, did, did, did y'all use COVID gloves when y'all handle that mail? Oh, of course. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the entire hazmat suit. Yeah, I'm the hazmat suit. That's right. Put my box gear on for that. <laughs> well, when when I go out. Guys, let me tell you what. You can't see anything but my eyes, and you can't even see I'm those because sure. I have my glasses <laughs> on I have my, so that I can cover up from head to toe. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when I get home, it all goes in the wash immediately, if not sooner. Yeah. I can't even get to that garage door fast enough. 
to, yes. to get those things off. And, and I tell people don't forget to don't forget to wipe down your car seats. Okay. Uh, you know, most of our car seats are pla- uh, plastic. I mean, a uh, leather. So don't forget to because you sit in those and and right. you you're rubbing against you have your uh, buggy that you're shopping for your groceries. I listen. I hate with a passion to go into Walmart store. I am sorry. I I, yeah. I hate going into that, and I yeah. rarely, if ever, go there. And I went there enough to see that they were not uh, wearing all the gear that they needed to, and they probably mm-hmm. would be uh, putting a hunt out on me if I, they knew that I was the one, which I don't care, uh, that was turning them in saying these people are not wearing because when they told me that it was optional and I said to them well COVID-19 is not optional it'll hit any of us any of Mm. us and uh, Mm. and so when I saw the manager and he didn't have on any gloves and masks anything and just strolling around there like nothing people standing all on top of each other I, I mean it was as a medical person, oh, it just was devastating for me to see they that. Have, and so, oh, okay. they, go ahead. They didn't have lines on the floor. They didn't have the red lines on the floor. They do now. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> and and they well, they had they had some little blue strips. Um, people were not paying any attention. I'm telling you, they were talk, mm-hmm. texting on their phones, mm-hmm. talking on their phones. I mean, leave those dirty things in the car in the first place. Leave them in the car. Right. Uh, right. No, you know, and then I've been leaving my purse in the car. I've never taken my I put my credit card in a plastic bag and and uh, I put my uh Glasses, just in case I may need those. But if I can't see mm-hmm. a big deal, I don't want it. If I can't see, I can right. see it with my eyes. Right. But it is. <laughs> I don't really need the glasses. I can see what the right. stuff is that I'm trying to pick up. But that's what I take inside in this little plastic mm-hmm. bag, in my my card yes. or my money, and I'm yes. out the doorway. I would dare. I wouldn't dare take my telephone no. or my purse. No, no, inside, no. or my wallet even. I just no. don't. I don't need to do that. I don't know. I barely want to and, take me in there. Right. Go ahead. Well, can I give everyone a tip out there as well that I just sure. uh, learned? For those of you uh, who are like me and you have to wear your glasses and you are having a problem with your glasses getting fogged up when you're out and wearing a mask, yes. uh, something you can do, and it actually does work. There was a scientific okay. study done on this, and I was reading about it. Okay. That's how I learned about it. Um, okay. If you immediately, before wearing your glasses with your mask, wash okay. your glass lenses off with warm, soapy water, just regular soap, hand soap or dish okay. soap. Okay. Uh, and then you shake, shake the excess water after you rinse the glasses uh-huh. and uh-huh. then let them air dry after you shake off the majority of the water. Um, let them air dry, and then after they're dry – you can, you know, wipe the smudging, but there won't be a lot of smudging for some reason. I don't know why. Um, okay. And something about doing that before you wear it with the mask prevents uh, the condensation from fogging That's up great. your glasses. And then That's after you leave, of course, and take off your mask and all that, just go ahead and use one of those um, sanitary lens right. wipes right. to clean right. your entire mm-hmm. glasses. But exactly. if you do the soap and water prior to wearing the mask, they won't fog up. 
perfect. Very good. That's great to know because you're absolutely correct. And because I, I usually will have on my distance glasses, uh, which uh, have a little tinted lens on it. And sometimes you're right. And then there's sometimes that, that it doesn't fog up. So then that pretty much explains because I do wash my, I put my entire glasses inside of warm soapy water and wash mm-hmm. them and then wipe them down with a, uh, with the hand sanitizer, just mm-hmm. I'm just fanatical about this whole thing, and then my I'm wrapped up from my head down to my feet. And I, I'm just hey, telling hey, you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sure. Let me ask you all a question about the. Uh, okay. You've heard all different ways ways everybody's trying to attack this thing. Uh, there's such thing called herd immunity, which is like when okay. what 67 percent of the commu- uh, of population get it, then it's mm-hmm. then we're inoculated from it. So, uh, right. well, what do you think exactly is going on here in America? Are we are we actually working toward a because because what it sounds like to me, listen to the doctors, you know, we're headed toward the herd uh, situation, and if that is, that means that sixty to seven percent of the country is going to get it. So that means that it's going to be a whole lot more deaths than what we got right now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so where do you see that going? Uh, you know, like uh, you know, as I, I like, I believe it's going to be back in the fall, like they're saying. So right, yeah. we, so, so where y'all think it'll be back with the vengeance. That's why we can't let. That's why. Well, that's exactly why we cannot let up on this thing right now. That's why we cannot right. get back out there and have these large amounts of people at events. Uh, you know, my right. my regional conference for my sorority got canceled <laughs> back in April. That was going to be that Easter weekend. And then they have a new new date scheduled for September. And I, I'm just telling you, I just don't believe that we, this time next year well, maybe guess, we can start back. Uh, with, with, well, with, I guess what I'm asking. Events. Okay. What are you I'm asking? asking is, I, I, I'm asking is, are these Darwinists, are they leading us into this herd situation? Is that is this what, this is what it looked like to me. It looked like we got be, because we can't get help from the top. So that uh, mm-hmm. it looked like where we going with that. So that means that people need to prepare for a whole lot of more deaths than what we got right the fifty thousand. Right. Right. That's right. But that's why I'm saying that we cannot let up on what we've what we've been instructed to do. We have to continue it's not time to, to do those things. Everything. Yeah. Right. We have to continue the gloves, we have to continue the mask. We everybody and we have to continue the testing, uh and on just the whole nine yards because that's the only way that we're going to be able to fight this uh, pandemic, yeah. and we cannot we cannot have these massive amounts of people getting together like they're they're heading to the beach and they're heading to yeah. to do uh, all of these things the parks and all, I mean I was looking at a video on YouTube and it and, and these women were just giving this police officer a fit. Uh, he was out there running them out of the park, and so she said we one of them said that. We pay for this park with our taxpayers' money. He said, oh, I understand. I get that, ma'am. I'm trying to keep you safe. I'm trying to keep you from getting corona. She said, I'm not leaving, but they ended up having to leave. And they had their children out there, and they were just all stacked up on top of each other. So we just got to continue as if this thing is going to be with us forever, and who knows if it's going to be with us forever or not. But until all of us come together, come together and say, look, we all have to take this very seriously. Mm-hmm. And everybody, but a good portion of the people are, and I, I believe that's why we don't have as many deaths as we we would 
normally because the bulk of the people, would, would you say about 65 or 70 percent, maybe 70 or 75 percent of the people are trying to comply with this, would you say? Oh, yeah, more than that. We have a lot of compliance. We have we have a lot of compliance. Okay, so you think more than seventy five percent? Except except for them young, because I keep seeing that there when I'm walking. I'm just telling you, they ain't complying. I hope they don't kill grandma. That's all I gotta say. Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's why that's why I brought up earlier. um, You know, I wasn't only trying to make a political point about pointing out that these protests are not actual grassroots protests. I was pointing it out because. Just like the Tea Party, the media, of course, is giving this weird, fawning coverage to these protests. These protests are not only not grassroots, but they're relatively small, and Mm -hmm. they're not at all representative of what's actually happening on the ground most in most places. Um, You know, in most communities, in most communities, people are actually staying home. Um, Workplaces are letting people work from home. Families are quarantining themselves. Schools are shut down. People aren't congregating in huge numbers uh, right. at your local park. You know, the, the, seeing what's going on in some of the beaches and seeing these little organized protests just isn't representative of what's happening by and large. And we know that from polling, too. Most people don't approve of the handling of this, do not right. believe that the economy should be reopening, uh, you know, do not believe that we're getting appropriate information. And, you know, so that's representative of what's actually happening. You know, people actually do feel that we should be going about this in a safe way, that opening up the, the economy shouldn't have any bearing at all on how we quarantine ourselves, you know, the, right. the you know, that it should be about public health this, and public safety. Right. Well, this is a time when, it, 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 this time when you can see the, the different cultures clearly. I mean, the cultures, I mean, the way the different cultures are approaching it. Like, right. Like, yes. uh, like, for some reason, white people, you know, they feel like they old white people can just die because they need the money. <laughs> You know, and, and, and like, you know, and like black folks, you know, like our thing is, hey, look, now look, that's knowledge. You know, we look at our black folks as old folks. You know, that's why we call them OGs. You know, you get your respect and you get the OG status because yeah, you right. that old, then, you know, you must know. So anyway, so we have a different, so so culturally, you know, we're approaching it differently. You know, like, right. again, you know, you know, and you've heard them say it. You know, they say it out, they say it out front. You need to die yeah. for, you, you know, for your grandkids. So, you know, so we it, just don't. It's all white folks that I've heard say that, too. All of the people right. I've heard say that are white folks, for sure. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. heard any, any other ethnic groups say anything no. like such as that. No. I know I, I, know I didn't say imagine? it. I say I want to protect <laughs> me and them, <laughs> right? You know. Sadly, my but, but, job but, but, would okay. more if I heard a person of color say that because it wouldn't happen. I am not shocked right. when I hear these white people saying it. Wow. Yeah, but why exactly are they saying that? I'm trying to figure out what kind of psychosis they got going to make them feel like greedy, that. Greedy. Greedy and entitled. <laughs> greedy and entitled. Oh. Yeah. Or them greedy roots again. Yes, greedy roots again. Okay. That's right. <laughs> but, they, but they sure cared about it when President Obama was in office. They sure cared about saving the 
you know, uh, not putting debt on our grandkids and <laughs> and taking exactly. care of old people. And they cared about exactly. all that stuff then. <laughs> they don't Very care about interesting. Well, okay, so, so, my, so, so Mr. Arthur and Mr. Anna, then the other thing that I was thinking about also, and that's, um, you remember there was a moratorium on uh, people coming in from Louisiana and from other states into Texas, in particular, since we live in Texas. And so is that, I guess that's open now. I don't know if that's part of if, if that was part of, of phase one, we know what the restaurants, the retailers, and I think he mentioned museums mm-hmm. and libraries, and then the social distances continuing that. But um, but now, can people just come in because you're connected? Because well, yeah. you're not, but I'm connected to. I'm really connected closely to Shreveport. I'm a hundred miles an hour or so from from Shreveport across the border. Mm-hmm. There, if you go down to what uh, you go down to uh, Marshall, Texas, and just go mm. right across that border, and you're in in Louisiana, right? So he didn't mm. mention that part, uh, as far as I know. I, I didn't hear that part mentioning if if it's open for people to come into the state of Texas. I guess so. I guess that's part of the phase one. I guess. Well, really, what they they relying on is kind of like in kind of like in Sweden, but without the leadership. They're just relying on people <laughs> to know what they're supposed to do and hoping that they uh-huh. do. And that's, what, and that's the whole plan. And then, you, right. you know, mixing a little darkness on with it, you know, survival of the fittest. So if you don't know how to do it, guess what? You're getting sick and dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. sick and dying. <laughs> if you don't know how to do it or don't have the resources to do it. I don't have the resources. Right. That's well, right. I heard Very a couple important. of um, elderly folks in line at the customer service counter at Kroger asking management where they got their gloves and masks. And then mm-hmm. I, I kept listening, and I heard the reason they were asking was because they didn't know where to get any and they couldn't find them, and that they were right. upset that that they needed to come out. They didn't have any mm-hmm. other way but to have to come out every now and again, but they didn't know where they could find the appropriate gloves and masks, and that made me really upset. Uh, right, right. It, it really is sad. So, it is sad. Yeah, because yeah. survival yeah. of the fittest, as they're framing it, doesn't really mean uh-huh. survival of the fittest. Survival of the haves and well, have nots. Well, 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 if, mm-hmm. if you if you if you feel like if you feel like going to Ruth Chris Steakhouse, get that steak. Okay. It's worth it's worth <laughs> right. your opportunities in life. Then that's what right. you have to make personally. So if you want that right. steak that bad, hey. Yeah, exactly. Well, and and Texas is a template for this whole, the first thing that he said was, well, one of the first things he said, we are not just blindly reopening and hoping for the best, but when phase one is separated from phase two by a single day, and none of this is based on data, that is exactly what they're doing. So he gave his cards away right at the beginning. Mm. So it comes down to so it's come down to so so what it's gonna come down to is again it's a survival of the fittest scenario. What do you know? How much information you got? How much education mm-hmm. you got? You know, right. All that. How much money? How how much money you got? You know. Right. So basically, yep. you know, all them things are gonna come into play as to you know. Uh, now, now you got. Now I tell you one thing, black folks, we won't be in the restaurants, right? <laughs> we, won't be, we won't be in the <laughs> <restaurants>. <laughs> No. 
No. I, I, I <laughs> don't, let me tell you, I, 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 I think I mentioned this to you guys. I'm not sure that I did. But last, okay, I was out collecting up more masks on Thursday, and I drove into two Dairy Queens. And just to observe, so I ordered uh, just one little something, nothing to amount to anything. And so gave them my money. They had their gloves on. And then they brought my, my, it was an ice cream. And they brought my ice cream with the same gloves that they took my money with. And so I asked the question. I said, uh, aren't you guys required to wear masks? And they said, no, it's optional. I said, well, I know you're required to not use the same gloves that you collect my money with that you bring the food to. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't, and, and I said, well, tell me your manager's name. Oh, I'm not giving you my manager's name uh, unless he tells me to give it to you. I said, well, do you think it's difficult for me to find out who your manager is? <laughs> so All up on the call, most managers are proud to be the manager. <laughs> exactly. To get their name. Our manager says, don't give his name out. I said, okay. Wow. Well, yeah. Oh, so wow. at any rate, common sense is not a requirement, no, huh? Well, well, you you got these young children, the young folks, yeah. these young teenagers, these high school students she, that she are working. Know. Nobody's giving them any instructions. That's right. right. That's right. Uh, you know, they that's totally, who's in there working. They they almost like slaves when you're that young. When they're young working on a job, you're almost like a slave. You yeah, don't know right. nothing. Right. You don't know nothing. You're gonna do anything that folks tell you, and ain't nobody gonna be looking mm-hmm. after you. Well, and so well, I love that, but can you imagine the people, incarcerated people who are still working, oh who have goodness. never, ever had oh. any uh, any sort of protections, like from OSHA, right. you know, right. we've had incarcerated people picking up hazardous materials and bio-waste without any protective right. equipment for decades. With, with their imagine hand, how with it their is hand. now. Right. That's exactly right. Imagine correct. how it is now. Yeah. It's horrible. Oh, it's it's serious. We've had... Uh, I think we've had three to test positive here in our our county, and then we had another one with the one of the industries uh, yesterday. So they took mm-hmm. Sunday all day and cleaned up the facility and sent them right back this morning. But but here's here's the interesting thing about General Motors. My son says, well, they says in Mexico if. Uh, if we can't come into your your state, your country, we're not sending you any supplies. So how about this? You're going to continue wow. to be closed, General Motors. So they're still at home. Wow. <laughs> Who can play that game, I believe, is what I would call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So they didn't my send goodness. any supplies for General Motors to continue to build vehicles. So my son continues to remain at home along with all mm. of his other cohorts. Well, I think mm. it's worth also mentioning again that this sort of thing, these games being played uh, between states and between uh, countries uh, of personal yes. protective equipment and things like that, yes. these yes. games are being played because of the leadership or lack thereof of the United yes. States of America right now. Yes. They're a direct result right of the yes. ripping apart of everything right. that President Obama uh, and previous administrations before his put together yes. because they yes. knew a pandemic of these proportions was coming. Mm-hmm. They were warned. Mm-hmm. They sent years 
building up protections, and this guy ripped them all apart, so these games are now being played. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 can we talk a little bit about the money? Oh, uh, go ahead with the money. You know, <laughs> we should talk a lot about that. <laughs> we can talk a lot yeah, about Yeah, I mean, money. like, you like the bottom know, first, line. Of all, first of all, for the folks that's unemployed, be sure and go ahead and apply for your unemployment, okay? Absolutely. We're going to apply for it now. Uh, now, now, what do they do? They're going to go retroactive back to the date of the disaster. When you apply, apply for the COVID nineteen disaster plan. Yeah, <laughs> and correct. so basically, and so basically, what they do is they'll give you, they'll give you basic unemployment. So that'll be the first checks you'll get. But then, then they're going to come back, have to come back later on and give you the extra six hundred dollars a month, a week or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think six hundred dollars a week, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from the stimulus. <laughs> but the main thing is go ahead and apply for it. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, being position to get that. Uh, now I'm going to be on a call tomorrow night uh, with the NAACP. It's going to be a, you know, some yeah, I'll, folks I'll be on that call. Gonna, oh, you'll be on that call too. I'll, okay, so we're yeah, so I got the talk about, I got a call from them today. Right, right. Okay, so they, and so they're going to be talking about again the money because as I said right, before, yeah. we're in a paradigm shift. If we're going to recover in this community uh, in this uh, economy. Uh, if our if our community is going to recover, we're going to have to be we got to recover ourselves. We can't wait for the uh, larger mm-hmm. uh, economy and community to heal themselves and then come get us after they've healed up. You know, because that's been the old model. We can't do that again. So I think right. that uh, we got folks that understand that now, and so that's what we're fighting for. And that's what you know. And of course, you know, I've been telling that forever on this show. Hey, that's what we need to be doing. So I'm glad to see this work. Yeah. Well, you know, right. As well as add this to your um, repertoire as well, or your itinerary, I should say, and that is Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee will be on, and I'll send that to you. I think it's uh, it may be two, 1 to 2 o'clock or 12 to 1. I'll send that to you, and that is actually on the 30th, April the 30th, which is actually a Thursday, correct? Uh-huh, Thursday. Uh, so, uh, so she's yeah. going to be on uh talking to us about uh, the, more about the stimulus and, and, and just what you said about and applying for the, the small businesses applying for the monies because we know mm-hmm. that the, the the big small businesses gobbled all the money up on the first go around with the That's first right. part. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and the real small business, they'll do it again. The, the ones, yeah, the and ones that where, float uh, America. Yeah, and where uh, I think it's about six, seven of them, they decided to you know, return a total of $130 million. Dollars. And they got Correct. some that said, they're going to keep it. They said, no, we keep an hour. You know, so they're going to be But they had some greedy roots again. That's some greedy roots. I right. mean, why would you do that's that? Right. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I mean, so. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, and everybody out there should understand, anybody who may be hesitant uh, to, you know, apply for any of the things, unemployment or COVID-related relief, anybody who's hesitant to do that, this is not a handout. This is your money. You have been paying taxes your entire life. You send cash in our economy every single day. This is money sure. coming back to you that you have paid in. It's called a safety There you net. go. We, that's go. what we're Wait. about. That's what we've there, always there supposedly been about. Um, it, take it. If it's there and you need yeah. it, take it. Because take this economy right. doesn't go anywhere without you. Um, if you're a that, renter, thank you. See, if yeah, you're welcome. If, if you're a renter, mm-hmm. 
go to mm-hmm. your state government, find out if there's mm-hmm. any relief for you that way. If there's mm-hmm. not or you can't find out, contact your landlord directly and find out if they have anything going. Anything that right. you can do to get some relief, please just exactly. do it. There's no shame in it exactly. at all. It's necessary. Not exactly. at all. And if you're in, if you're in, I, and I got a text. I got a text today about uh, 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 it says uh, effective twenty third of uh, two twenty. Snap is giving away two months worth of food stamps to anyone. Uh, you know, no income matters if you're interested. And it say, and then it says uh, www.yourtexasbenefits.com. Uh, and so that should be the home page, but basically. So that's another resource. So if you need some some extra food or some, you know, to buy whatever, uh, you know, you know, go to the uh, uh, you know your Texas Benefits dot com and see what they have. Right. Uh, right. Right. You know, for- You're right because people people who are accustomed to being gone all day long are eating more food. You're buying. I I I tell you guys, right. I've spent so much money on food. It's unbelievable how yes. much money I've spent on food. Probably. Probably, I would not be surprised if I haven't spent nine hundred to a thousand dollars on food in the time oh, that yeah. we've been sheltered. I mean, because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm out there. Oh, you got one buy. of you. You got a deep freeze. You must got a deep freeze. Still <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and but, kids are home I mean, from school, so households and the wa- are yes, spending, the water. <laughs> and then there's this there's this neighbor. Of mine that we we share food with him. His mother passed away, and he's there by himself. So, mm-hmm. so I when I make dinner, oh, okay. I take him. You know, because mm-hmm. there's okay. others, and then there's okay. there's some if, if some senior citizens say I need uh, this, a case right. of water, whatever, whatever. Right, and then right, when right, I'm, right, right, I right. drop it off, I'm not gonna say give me your money. You know, <laughs> no, right. I'm gonna drop it on that porch and, and keep going. <laughs> And, and so, in other words, uh, you got a food chef. You know, you working a food chef. You just ain't put no. You ain't put no sign out. You just you know. Uh, right. Shirley McKellar's food well, chef. Well, we do. Well, every Friday, <laughs> but but right. a lot of them can't go. But every Friday, the food bank yeah. uh, is uh-huh. distributing, uh, and the National Guard, the, the Texas National Guard, is helping to distribute that food out. So we don't have to do that anymore because they're there to put the food out uh, to the people. Mm. So. Um, but but yeah, yeah. But, a lot of but it's money. not it's not cheap. It's it's well, not, it's not huge difference. I'm glad you're doing that because that's just, and that's what it's going to take. Yeah. Everybody helping everybody. I remember when I was over in uh, right. uh, Southeast Asia during the Vietnam War, you know, living over right. in Thailand for a year and watching them people operate. They had like a hundred dollar a month per capita income. That means that that's how that was the average people made. So you know, right. a lot of you know, say doggy, how do you keep? So as you got to live around them, you know, you know, they shared everything. Yeah, you know, they, sure. you know, they, you know, they, um, they just ate. Hey, you know, they should, if I was it's hungry, I'd want your house. Yeah. You know, squat down, well, well, squat well, down that, by your it, right side. But isn't yeah. that our culture as well? I can remember, I can remember when I was growing up, uh, Miss Rihanna and Miss Arthur, as that, and and probably the reason why I don't care that much for meat today. But we used to see all the animals out on our land and on the farm, and then the next thing we see them in the smokehouse, uh, hanging up there, uh, hanging on. Uh, I don't know what they were hanging them on, big pieces uh-huh. of something. Oh. And then on my, the grandfather, my father, yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. they would take them out into the community and and share them with with right. people who maybe didn't couldn't do that or didn't do that. You know, right. whether it yeah. was a chicken or a pig or cows, 
They would kill everything, mm-hmm. whatever was needed. They they put them in this certain area and feed them certain things for a period sure. of time, sure, sure, and then sure, they would sure. kill them. Yes, yes. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. your problem was because I had the same problem when I was growing up. See, okay. you probably kept giving them names. See, once you quit naming them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they were never our pets. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> they were our pets, so we couldn't eat our pets, right? So yeah, it's hard to eat bacon when it came from Gretel the pig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why you say, I don't want to know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't get too close. <laughs> I don't want to know you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it, it's you're, true, though. It's right. second nature to, to do that, <laughs> to just share. <laughs> Exactly. That's what we saw our ancestors, our parents. Yes. When I first moved here to Kentucky, not to say anything negative about Kentucky. I mean, you know, who knows um, whatever the differences were. Um, Miss right. McConnell, when, McConnell, okay. Yeah, Miss <laughs> McConnell, that's a pretty big difference, yeah. But uh, I remember yeah. just the way I grew up, we would always just make too much food. <laughs> You know, you never exactly. just make enough for one or two people. You just make too much, exactly. and then you, everybody either comes over and you hand out, you know, the rest of the pot roast that night or the next day to the next door neighbor and the, you know, the elderly woman down the street, or you know, just you share. Exactly. And yeah. so many people just, I've gotten so many weird looks and like, oh, are you sure? What? Why are you doing this? <laughs> and uh, oh, really? That's just the way we, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's not the way it, it was. You just make too much. They were not show. used to it. Yeah, they were <laughs> right, not used to right. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I get that. I get that. <laughs> so where did you come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Is this poison? <laughs> well, yeah. Let's, let's let's go back for a few minutes, guys, and let's talk about this. Um, Mr. Arthur brought it up a few minutes ago, and let's talk about this uh, disinfect. And so, um, so we saw that people were trying to walk that thing back, but I looked at that oh. video over and over and over, and that guy was as serious as a heart attack. Yes, yes, he was. And, yes. and, and that's I why he hasn't showed up since that day. <laughs> exactly. Well, they serious. tried to show it. They tried to show him up this afternoon, really late, uh-huh. where maybe they thought that the people were not paying attention. They were getting ready for dinner <laughs> right. or whatever. <laughs> he snuck right. in there to try to say a, a few and words. And he still couldn't stay the whole time. He still threw a fit and ran off before it yep. was over. <laughs> Amazing. But can you oh, believe? And he, he was not and, being and, and sarcastic me, when he said it. it. Not at all. Not being sarcastic. He was as serious as a heart attack. And then yes. you know this fellow down here uh, in in District One uh, came through, oh. and he came up with an article that said uh, he talked about his as being a um, disinfectant mist. And so uh, whatever whatever that guy at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue says. They got to go along with it. No, but, and so oh, yeah. I was a little taken back. I, and I just tell you, I was a little taken back with a uh, doctor <laughs> when she did not stand up. Right. Dr. Bright. She didn't stand right. up and say, no, D- sir. Dr. Bright, Dr. Bright wasn't too bright. No, right. Sir. <laughs> She's too smart right. not to have that. And She's did you know, shameless I, I, I enabler. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Same mm-hmm. enabler. 
And I and somewhere I I read or heard that she was a prior military. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was even more. She knows after better. Reading that, I was <laughs> I, I was even more disappointed. Right. After reading that. I thought. Well, you know, I mean, she wanted to follow. Insult. She wanted to follow orders. She, well, mm. I guess so. I, I guess that's that's well, just stay she in also line. supposed to protect the the people of the United States of America. There you that, that's the that's the order she's supposed to be following, correct? It, to be seems seems like it now, should now, be, but I, I don't know where Dr. Now I saw some memes. Now I saw some memes on, on that. You 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 now you see the Jim Jones and Trump memes, right? You know after the you know, after oh, this yeah. lockdown thing. You know, we, you, which I think is yeah, which I think is. You know, I propose because basically, you know, the don't difference is uh, Jim Jones had a bunch of black people following him. Right. True. Right. Trump True. got a Trump got a bunch of white people following him. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jim yeah. Jones had Kool Aid. This guy got Lysol. Lysol. Lysol and Tide yeah. Pods. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, it's it's just. And the sad thing is, Dr. Fauci, everybody should remember, um, mm-hmm. he called this long before it actually happened. Uh, yes, he did. It came out several weeks, several weeks before he said this. Uh, somebody leaked this piece of information that Dr. Fauci did warn everyone that someone needed to make clear to Donald Trump that you cannot ingest bleach. Because he yeah. suspected mm-hmm. that Donald Trump was headed in the direction of telling people to start ingesting household yeah. chemicals like bleach. So he called this yeah. weeks ago. I think we even talked about it when I read that article. And then they're gonna stick an ultra light in you. Uh, yeah, yes, we're gonna find X rays that you know people have light bulbs in their stomachs. I mean, it's very oh. clean. It's very clean. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and and we should for anybody who didn't watch or you know didn't pay attention to what we're talking about, the mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the the press conference. He quit giving these press conferences about three days ago because about four days ago, the topic of the press conference that day was a study or a couple of different studies that they have been doing relating to. Killing the coronavirus on surfaces, on hard surfaces. Right. So right. They were talking about how UV light kills the virus and what rate that happens and, you know, what saturation that happens and how various cleaners like bleach and, you know, things like that kill right. the virus right. on surfaces <laughs> and how long it right. lives on surfaces. So Donald Trump started playing Dr. Donald and trying to relate these things to, wouldn't it be interesting since bleach kills Corona on, on, you know, surfaces, it would be interesting. I think we're testing how that would work in the human body. Isn't that right, doctor? And the doctors were just like, uh, well, I mean, it was a humiliating, ignorant, crazy press conference. And that's what we're referring to. For anybody who didn't bother to watch, and we don't blame you for not bothering to watch. No, exactly. 
they finally quit showing his. Uh, they finally quit showing his. Uh, they finally decided that it's not a good idea to keep showing his press conferences since he's gonna keep killing finally. people. Right, right. But but well, since he's gonna keep killing told... people, but that's yeah. only gonna last a short period of time. You guys know, within the next twenty-four to forty-eight, oh. we'll be right back oh, out he... there. Oh yeah. Well, that's a oh, great yeah. campaign that he's running. <laughs> great yeah, campaign. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah let, let him go. Let him keep after it. Yeah, keep it up. I think the Washington Post uh, counted up throughout the press com- the times that he was giving these press conferences. He spoke for a total of 13-plus hours uh, right. in, in total. Uh, he spent less, I believe it was less than an hour total, giving condolences to the sick, and those who have lost loved ones to coronavirus. So out of 13-plus hours, he spent less than an hour, you know, talking about. And he spent um, some crazy number of hours hyping hydrochloroquine and, you know, these bogus conspiracy theories about medicines who he just so happens to be friends with manufacture these medicines. (laughs) So uh, it's just crazy. It's it's been right. nuts, and they just they have to cover it, I guess, because he's the president. But when the president's peddling yeah. this kind of propaganda, you know, people really did take hydrochloroquine, and a couple of people did yes, die they, from yeah. taking the wrong form of it uh, after yeah. they tasted it. And people have ingested bleach. Poison control has reported those numbers have spiked right. uh, since yep. he said this. So true. You know, and, and, people, and people will people will follow. There's some people will follow anybody and everybody. We, uh, oh, Mr. absolutely. Arthur mentioned well. He mentioned Jim Jones. Look at the number of people that followed this guy and drank that Kool Aid and killed themselves to their children. Mm-hmm. Yes, to yes. their children. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's why you have to now, be careful about what you it, say it, to people. Hey, okay. it's a jail psych, uh, psychiatrist. Uh, you know, she did an article, and, and she said that the yeah. lockdown protesters exhibit the same psychologists, child soldiers, and urban gangs. That's right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. Terrible. That's what they act. Uh huh. Yeah. So you know that ain't good. Yep. No, no, it's not. It ain't good no, at all. Not. So you know, yeah. but but our president, he's exhibiting the same. <laughs> The same uh, thing. He's acting like an urban gangster and a child soldier. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Peter President. He's a, an ur- urban yes. gangster. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Oh, and boy. you know, sometimes I make the mistake of calling him ignorant or stupid or you know whatever. And no, I, I think in a lot of ways he he is stupid. However, I shouldn't say that the way that I say it because the bottom line with him is. Everything he says and does is for a very specific reason. reason. He has, exactly. yes, he ain't crazy. Yes, he knows what he's, he's doing. People ain't he, knows exactly. he, knows, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's just a he's bad crazy man. crazy like a fox. Oh, good, yeah. Right. He's, he's a thug. Yeah. He's very methodical. And, oh, and yes. If you, yeah, if you just track him and follow him. There's a reason. There's a method to his madness, so to speak. That's right. If I want to say something for thugs, you know, they they do have a thug code. He ain't got no code. (laughs) Right. He ain't got no no compass. 
He's got no. He ain't got no code. He ain't got. He ain't got nothing. Yeah, yeah. You you, right. you can't hang your hat on nothing with him, but you can say right. this is what he is. Because it'll move. Right. It'll dissipate. He's out of that league. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's a. He's oh, well. a, a, a. All in his own. He's in league with the horrible dictators, the worst of the world, the worst in the history. Worst. He's a, he, because he's so Nero, sociopathic. He, he, He's Nero and Caligula yes. without the, yes. the, the, the direct power. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, my. If they let him. Well, if guys, they let him. If they let him. Yeah. yeah. Well, next week, guys, just to switch gears a little bit, we know May 7th is coming up, right? And I yeah. was just thinking about the European Theater of operation that I spent my time in and Mr. Arthur, what he spent his time in, but we know uh, what May the 7th, the second world war. It's time for that. Mm -hmm. It's 75 years for that. I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somewhat like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Time has gone by quickly. It was a good article about that uh, as well. I'll put, I'll put a link to that in the show description. Please go ahead. Send it to me. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I, I was just thinking about all of those, all of those countries that that I I, I actually spent time in. Um, my goodness, it was. Uh, hmm. Mm. It brought back a lot of memories for me in Operation Iraqi Freedom and Operation Enduring Freedom, and then that was the uh, Operation Victory in in Europe, right? World War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Dr. Mm-hmm. McKellar and Mr. Fleming, I, mm-hmm. I have a question for both of you about that and about what what's going on today, um, and it sort of relates to that article I was reading. The okay. country that planned and executed D-Day, uh, okay. the country that you, you know what you did when you were both overseas, what you were able mm-hmm. to do, uh, mm-hmm. With our military, that country and all of our capabilities—you know what you're capable of and what we're capable of. Right. Does that make this response and this lack of leadership that much more offensive to you and upsetting? I mean, because mm-hmm. you know you can put a hospital up in the middle of a desert, yep. a fully functioning there you go. hospital. There you and go. And it, and it won't and, take two weeks to do it either. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you know what you're, what we're capable of, and to see this not not even lackluster, just horrible response, well, say, lack of I care. Served under Nixon uh, in the military, and, and uh, of course, it was, it was it was a totally different time, you know, right. so forth and so on. Uh, but basically, again, you know, we 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 have to we have to and we have to kind of you know come bud a while for some air to kind of. Okay, then what exactly is this again? Okay, what this is, this is the situation where, and it started actually back in 2005 when the Mexican did their thing, uh, uh, and scared white people to death. White people, and then Barack Obama in 2008, uh, you know, really frightened them to death. And so the mm-hmm. thought of America right. being a majority uh, right. uh, country has scared the bejesus out of white people. This is the response. Donald Trump is the right. response to that. Now the irony is, the irony is, we're in this uh, 
pandemic, the very mm-hmm. people that support him to do all this, they the ones that he that he, he actually finna kill a bunch of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's exactly. True. Well, well, you you, you, you are only too. one. <laughs> I'm sorry. So what was that, Miss Rihanna? Oh, no, I just quickly wanted to say that's reflective in in the polling too, specifically the polling of people. Um, I believe it was 65 and older. How his, right. uh, his approval rating in that demographic took a huge, like a, a 19 or 20 point dip right after he said, you know, started saying. Uh, getting on board with the governors that were saying basically old people are expendable when he started taking that yeah. attitude. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, so, yeah. you know, these people who voted for him are, you know, the ones Man, that are, are dying. <laughs> right. Right. The exactly. ones are dying. Man, I voted for you That's and now you're going to try to kill me. Really? <laughs> right. Right. It's serious. You know. Well, I, I actually served under, I came in under President Clinton. I served under Clinton, Bush, and I ended with President Obama because I retired out in 2009, so I ended with him. And mm-hmm. hmm, it is very offensive for me uh, to hear some of the things mm-hmm. that that comes from 1600 because we were always taught, and see, as you know, well, one of those presidents was a Republican. That didn't matter, right? We we never right. even really talked about. We never talked about my whole time in the yes. military. I don't ever remember nah. hearing anybody mm. use the word Republican or Democrats. What about you? No, nope. uh, me either. Me, me either. Never, we, we didn't have that conversation. No, we didn't have no, that kind of conversation. Never had that. No, no. It's, 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 if you qualify uh-huh. to do the job, can you use that M16 or that 45 that you carried on your mm-hmm. hip? And did you know what to do in this hospital, how to take care of these patients, how you take care of these wounded and injured warriors in my hospital? That's, you never heard that. I mean, when they were laying out, they were just laying out our mission, laying out what we need to do and how we were going to do it and where we were going to do it, who, what, when, wow. where, and how we were going to overcome uh, the next person that we were trying to overcome. You know what I mean? And mm. so, Right. Therefore, we never talked about anything politically. I never, ever, ever even after heard nine eleven. Even after nine eleven, yeah, especially wow. after nine eleven, because everybody was geared up to we we got to go get them. They have messed up our right. country. They came over here right. and and killed some of our people. We're gonna go and right. take care of this business. So it's mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. ever heard the, the professional politics. side of the military. Basically, is what you're saying. It's it's not easy right. for a president to polarize the professionalism among the ranks in this kind of way. It, that, I think that's why it's, it's important for us to make sure that, that we have the right people in place that have the background mm-hmm. and the experience of being able mm-hmm. to handle that position. Well, yeah. and, well, and, and fact, commands yeah. respect. Well, yeah. like I said again, you know, you know what we're, what everybody's learning is that leadership do matter. It matter who it the matter. leader is. Yeah. It matters yeah, who just right. like to make sure you're you know you're leading that uh, council seat position. It matters that you sitting there. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. You know your you know your thoughts and what you bring to that position. 
It's what's mm-hmm. going to enable you to help your community. And so it matters yes, who's sitting in these seats, whether it be judge yes, seats, right. council seats, right. you know yes, what I mean, right. no commissioner seats, mm-hmm. no matter what kind of seats. Right. You know, we have to mm-hmm. understand that uh, it matters who's sitting there. You have a, yes. again, I go back to this moral authority thing. We have a moral authority uh, yes. that most that the other groups don't have. And everybody has moral authority, so I want to make that clear. But but, but if you if you assert it, if you assert it from wherever you are, you act. That's actual power that you have from whatever position yeah. you're in. So when you use yeah. it or assert it, it, it actually has a resonance. So that's what I'm trying to get people to understand: is that Absolutely. again, everybody has everybody has moral authority if they choose to execute it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, right. and, and when I talk about black people moral authority, I, I talk about the context of America and the diaspora. Right. We have a moral right. authority from that perspective. That nobody sure. else has. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, and I I think that's why we're seeing it's taken a long time for us to see these results. Um, and I know those of us on this line have known this forever. Um, but <laughs> when when there's nothing under the surface of a person, when mm-hmm. it's all about bluster and showmanship and all politics all the time and everything you do uh, is, you know, you're talking about yourself in a way that you're listing off fake qualities that you don't really have. You can tell everybody over and over you're a leader and you're strong and you're an advocate for this or that. But eventually if all you do is just keep talking and just keep blaming other people and just keep playing politics, eventually a crisis does hit. And the emperor has no clothes, and it just becomes obvious. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. like, a perfect example is making thousands of students at West Point come back home from quarantine so that he can give well, a speech and get some TV time. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's, that's, narcissism. And, you know. <laughs> oh, that's narcissism. Oh, that's narcissism. That's the nation mm-hmm. of yes. narcissism. Yeah. Those that didn't know what the definition of narcissism was, that's it. <laughs> Absolutely. She just, she just Ab- and me- mental health professionals wrote a whole book about his narcissism, his malignant narcissism. And not yep. to just disparage him, they're giving actual information about what this means and what it is and what it is when you have power and you're a malignant narcissist. And this is a textbook right. worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Very good. That's so well put. Uh, Miss Rihanna, so well put. Wow. Well, you know, it, it, at some point in time, you just have to disassociate yourself from some of the things that he says because it would, it would keep you in a state of anger at all times. Uh, because I, I think about every day, I think about this is a double profession for me, right? I think about the medical right. people, the nurses that are at, at mm-hmm. front lines taking care of the patients every day. When I take them these masks, uh, my, my heart drops uh, mm-hmm. for them uh, and what they're having to deal with. And then I think about the military people uh, that, okay. uh, that are out there front line as well, and they have to take some orders from people that they have some issues with and things that they have issues mm-hmm. with uh, in regards to this administration. So it's... It, it, it's just a little hurtful uh, that mm-hmm. um, what I see. And so I think about 
uh, how things are for them mentally, uh, you right. know, how they're coping, how they're dealing with it. And sometimes you can you can see the stress on their faces. But when when we show when I show up with those masks and then all of and all of these bags of stuff, that, I mean, you can just I feel so good. To see mm-hmm. their faces change from when I first greet them as to after our conversation, mm-hmm. and and it's it's really sad because I have to place the place all the masks and things on top of the hood of the the vehicle, and and, and then, walk I, 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 then walk away. Then walk away. Yeah. Baby, you're doing the work, mm-hmm. but that's what it's going to take, and so we have to understand that, uh, you know, even though we're in a Darwinistic. Uh, 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 contact, you know, right now. Right. You know, right. You, you know, we can still we, we still need to hold on to our cultural values yeah. for it. That's the trying truth. Trying to help each other and, and doing the yeah. stuff we need to do for each other. So we do that. You know, we'll come through on the other side. Uh, right. Again, it's going to be, you know, but yeah. And when we get there, we'll be able to assess the whole thing. Everybody have right. a good, again. This is a paradigm shift. This is a paradigm shift. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it and is. So again, yeah. you know. It, it's about what do you want to see happen, whatever it is. Right now is when you need to be about that, whatever it is. Right. Right. Yes, we got to be about it. Cause that, well, guys, I, well, just because we're ahead, missing yeah. leadership from the top doesn't mean, I mean, obviously we're not in a total uh, state of lack of leadership because leadership, <laughs> caring for your community, stepping up to the plate, right. taking charge of, right. how, of where, what direction we want to head in for ourselves. That's the kind of leadership that we do have right now. So not when I say lack of leadership, I don't mean to knock any of that. That's the leadership that we have right now, and it, it, mm-hmm. it from community to community. So I, we're not lacking there. No. Well, and and this is what. Thank you for that, Mr. Young. And that's a perfect point, which leads me into what I wanted to say uh, at the onset. And then so now I want to piggyback onto what you said, and let's think about. New York, and let's think about that Governor Andrew Cuomo. I mean, that guy is doing some amazing work out there in New York in leadership. And people listen to what he has to say. Uh, we know once again that's that's ground zero, right? Because they got yes. more cases than anybody in the country. But he, I think, he's handling things so well. Yes, considering what he's yes. up against. He's doing a great job in handling things well, out there. Well, I York. have a, an anecdote about him as well uh, from my in-laws. They, the, the second part of their quote when they said they had to quit watching Trump press conferences because okay. of the way he treats the reporters, They, uh, my mother-in-law, who I, I just couldn't believe my ears again, said, sure. in fact, I've been watching Cuomo's briefings and you know wow. he wow. is easy to listen to and he gives yeah. such good information she said i yeah. haven't heard a lot of the information <laughs> he gave i had not heard before it was so easy to follow I, I, this woman i don't hey, know that she's ever paid Rihanna. attention to anything a democrat has said a translation mm-hmm. i ain't heard the truth in a long time Yes, <laughs> yes. Was, it was like a, like the Eureka light bulb moment. It was really yes. That was excellent. It was really weird. Truth in a long time. Right, right. 
Well, and, and even in spite of that leadership, I sent you a link uh, to an article about uh, 25% of New York City residents. Uh, yes, saw that. Uh, yes, are, are positive for the coronavirus enzyme. So, so they're doing think? really well. Uh, but even in spite of that, look at those numbers. No, 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 what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, and it goes to lack of testing. <clears throat> if you yeah. if you can extrapolate, if you can extrapolate, and and, and doing statistically, if you can extrapolate to know that 25 percent of, of 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 New York got or got antibodies. I mean, they've already had it. Well, how many people did they give it to? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And look at the I mean, look at the number the of tests. You 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 just sent that article to me. Look at the number of testing that they have done out there. Right. In New York. Right. Amazing. Exactly. Well, and and, and there are people that you, still don't understand the validity in testing. Right. And the people right. say, oh, we don't need testing. We just need to go back to work, quote unquote. Right. <laughs> they just need to test the healthcare <laughs> workers. Nobody else needs to test. And again, people who's talking about going back to work. Let me who's talking about going back to work. See, see, prior to this, prior to this event, uh, these rich people thought they didn't need poor people. Now they understand okay. that ICOM is based on ICOM is based on a service economy. Now all of a right, sudden, right. you know what I mean? You know, uh, you know, oh, yeah. and that's who's and that's who's for people going back to work. In other words, those service people, right? Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. They're not talking about going home from their at-home job. They're talking about their (laughs) local (laughs) restaurant getting opened back up. See, (laughs) see, see. So they bottom line can still continue to be the bottom line. And and see, actually, true. Look here. Look, look, he takes that. And this is what I just believe because technology we have now. I think that all those uh, uh, eateries that would go out, I think, I think new, I think new uh, uh, companies would emerge in their place. Here in a minute, as soon as demand shows uh-huh. up. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. That's right. Let me tell you what. I'm glad you mentioned that because now is the time for people, these entrepreneurs, to look around and see what it is that you can start. What business? Amen. Because there's a Find lot of businesses out there. Listen, Amen. Did, did black people not find ways of changing things when in certain situations Always. that would improve the manner in which they lived? Right. They made, they made their lives easier by Always. starting to do things. Always, yes. That would make this is an what they had to do on a day-to-day easier for them to accomplish. Go yes. ahead, Ms. This is an opportunity for us to create our own opportunity. I'm just saying. That's, that's what I'm talking way. about. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I know that, and I know what you're talking about. So I'm saying, you know, this is our time to do what we need to do. This is the yeah. opportunity right here. You know, we can't. Again, I'm not waiting. On, I don't want to hear another president brag about my, my, my black unemployment rate. Unless he's, <laughs> unless he's talking about my black entrepreneurial rate. If you ain't talking about black right. entrepreneurial rate. I don't hear about no yeah. black unemployment rate. You're talking about the wrong thing, then. Yes. Talking about the wrong yes. thing. Well, Absolutely. you know, guys, I'm, I'm glad you brought that in, or maybe that I bring it in, but whoever ever brought it in, I'm glad you guys have a dialogue on it because there are some, and I, I, when I found out, when I got these phone calls from these nurse managers saying, help us, McKella, help us, we need masks. 
I got on the phone, spent hours on the phone. At the end of our our, our weekly, our daily calls, I got on the phone. We were on the phone till noon. And then we got off the phones. I started calling and researching and checking. And I found two minority-owned businesses that were suppliers. They had masks, N95s, KN95s, gowns, gloves, hand sanitizers, uh, ventilators, you name it, they had it. I submitted that information. And then I find out across this nation that minority-owned businesses were getting little to no business Exactly. Mm-hmm. From this situation, right. they, their goods were, oh, I mean, they had the same things. They were getting and, their things from the same place. Some of them were getting their things and, here into America and from that China is, before, wait, but, but before some of the others. It, listen, right. We still have not got, we, we paid for 75,000 masks. I asked about those masks again on uh, Wednesday. They have I, made it yet. But I have a company but I have a company that has them in stock right now. They've already received their shipment from China. Minority owned, black owned, nothing. So then I get this report from across the United States that minority owned businesses were not making any money off of the mask, the gloves, the whatever. The hand sanitizer. Well, and they're having to be careful with their shipments as well so that they aren't seized by the federal government because they're doing that to companies that aren't friendly to the president. That's true. I'm glad you didn't say their name out loud. (laughs) Remember, supposedly he locked down all the ventilators. Yes, Yes. absolutely. Mm. And the FBI is raiding incoming shipments to various states, primarily, quote, blue states, uh, who aren't nice to Donald Trump. Uh, right, they're they're raiding and intercepting. Well, yeah, they're that, stopping you know, them at the order. border, and they're right. not letting them come. They're not giving them permission to come That's across. Right. So of right. course, you know, some of the hardest hit companies are going to be those minority-owned businesses who exactly. are doing the same thing because they're, Trump doesn't have a whole lot of friends that are minority business owners. Let's just face it. True. Uh, unless True. they're Saudi Arabian. You know, or Russian, <laughs> or or, or, or the, the, the pre the the preachers the two, the two or three preachers black ones that had a couple uh, of dollars. Uh, if we're going to call those those scam churches uh, minority owned businesses, yes. <laughs> hey, 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 Shirley. Yeah. Shirley. Yes. I hate uh, I hate to interrupt such a great conversation, but is that Republican guy going to come on? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're not here yet. I don't think. Bishop, if you're here, press one, please. I, I haven't heard. Bishop Hillary, if you're listening out there, Bishop Hillary, I was waiting for you to bring uh, the the uh, chairman of the Republican Party there in California. You promised me you were going to bring him back uh, so we could have a wonderful conversation. And we only have 18 minutes left. On the show, and I don't—I didn't want you to show up two or three minutes prior to ten, like we happened last week. I would have been loved to have had the gentleman to come back. We were looking forward to it all week long. I was looking forward to it, 
So where in the world is Bishop Guillory? Remember that, uh, Matt Laurie? Where in the world is Matt Laurie? <laughs> where in the world yes. is Bishop Guillory? <laughs> but the, the better I question might questions. be, how in the world do you think the Republican Party is salvageable at this point, particularly as Oh, that, that was definitely going to, that was definitely one of the questions. <laughs> I figured exactly it would be correct. question number one for you. Yeah. Rihanna, 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 since you're in Kentucky, you're in Kentucky, right? Yes, I correct. am. You, could you, could you please go and slap Mitch with a feather for me? I try. Every time he comes anywhere near here, I try really hard, but they always took me to jail last time, so... <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. I'm with you. 
I'm with you 100%. 100%. That's definitely a, the most frustrating thing, just kind of speaking campaign-wise. That was the most frustrating thing during the campaign, to get the Democratic Party to understand that and well, break you, out of the, you know, the formula well, that they've been stuck no, to for so well, long. The formula, the, the formula was the uh, triangle, they call it triangular, uh, triangulation yeah. strategy, but, but I yeah. call it right. strangulation strategy. I call it strangulation. Yeah. Strangulation. Right. Strang- mm-hmm. Because they strangled all the southern states and just mm-hmm. picked right. out certain you know, certain states. So I'm saying that I think that, uh, you know, Obama, by him running a, a 50 state strategy, you know, yeah. that gave more breath to everybody and gave more power sure, to everybody. So I think that, sure. and Democratic Party ain't learned that. 100%. Lesson. You know, and Hillary, her problem was, Hillary, her problem was, she instinctively went back to that formula. Yeah. At the end, at the end of her campaign, she was trying to get. She's she, she trying to get white folks who wasn't going to vote for her to vote for her. Right. She wanted, right. you know, you know, and so, you know, and so, and, and every time Democrats do that, hey, guys, they're not going to vote for y'all. Right. If they say in the dating scene, if they say in the dating scene, she ain't that into you. Right. You know, that's, so, that's, that's it. That's it. Oh, my goodness. Give yeah. people something to vote for. Stop trying to court people who don't like you and aren't going to like yeah, you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> very good. Very good. You don't like you, accept it. Yeah, very good. And guess what? And don't even be bothered by it if they don't right. like you. Okay? Right. So because for exactly. everybody that says no, there's somebody out there yes. So keep yeah. asking those learning. people that says yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know, but you know, but if it's but but you gotta understand that you, you got who uh, you you understand who was Bill Clinton's uh, mentor, uh, a Farbus, you know the one you know the Arkansas governor, you know oh, before yes. Bill. So, uh. so you know, you gotta understand where all that come from. Where all that come from that right yes. there. Yes. Okay. Good old boy. Yeah. You know she married. Good old boy. She, she married into it. Yeah. <laughs> she married That's into true. it yesterday. Well, and, you know, in the Republican postmortem after losing to President Obama, as well okay. as Gallup polls, uh, it still just blows me away. Uh, it, it, a very clear message was sent by the American people to the Democratic Party, uh, specifically, I think. The number one thing that people said about President Obama's campaign uh, specifically voters who voted for the first time in their lives just to vote for President Obama, what made the difference mm-hmm. was face-to-face contact. Someone came to their door from yes. President Obama's campaign, and they yes. said, nobody has ever come to my door before. No yes. politician, yes. no campaign. No. And that yep. made a yep. huge oh. difference. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, okay, 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 to that end, uh, Rihanna, so I'm, I'm going to get the vote campaign chair press here in Dallas. Now, okay, now mm-hmm. because of COVID-19, I, I've had to, well, we're having to yeah. redo, we're just a whole strategy now by the fact that right. we're going to be able to vote by mail. Now we're going to have to create yeah. a, you have to vote by mail campaign. Yeah. So we're going to be educated, we're going to be educating people. I'm going to give it to you on that shirt. Yes. Uh, we're going to be educating mm-hmm. people. About the process, mm-hmm. what you need to do, right. and the advantages. You know, we're gonna you know list the advantages of voting by mail, and and, and, see, yeah. and, and for black people, yeah. and see for black people. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, that's like a, a you know, that's like a serious help for us. So number one, you know, in other words, you know, get people to vote early so they can get their 
Make sure they register. Right. Yeah, right. You know, and then so when they get there, and so when they get there, but, you know, all they do is fill it out, it's stamp already be on it, just send it back in. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to worry about it happy you about your ID. You ain't got to worry about about uh, about nothing right there. So you know we're gonna call it hassle mm-hmm. free. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right, hassle uh, free. That's right. That's right. You know they want no, you. No, no, vote, no voter suppression, right? No voter suppression. Right. Yeah. That's right. Send the, it back. And, and, and it's a the death sentence to the Republican Party. <laughs> right. And, 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 speaking, and speaking of parties, and then don't forget this part, uh, Mr. Arthur, and that is that we're going to be having our Texas Democratic Convention virtually. Okay. Well, you oh, know, yeah. I, you know, my thing for you know my thing for the Dallas uh, Get Vote campaign is uh, they want us dead, but we're going to vote to stay it. So yeah. you know we. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, I like it. So people to, to text bank for you and phone bank for you. Then will you give us that information yeah. when you have it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, right, sure will. right. Sure will. Be, because see, what I want to do is uh, again, like I'm putting together a program here, but I'm gonna give it shirt and the state conference and just you know, like whatever I come up with, I'm gonna see where everybody is. So hey, look, you know, let's do it like this because I'm not gonna put something okay. together and yeah. we'll see, you know, and then we'll like you know share it both so everybody can kind of do the same thing. Good, good, awesome. Well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, tomorrow night, Dr. Dr. Nichols didn't come on with us tonight, uh, but tomorrow night, our Smith County Democratic Party meeting, and so I will be the guest speaker talking about uh, COVID-19 and the updates and and things that people uh, can do and uh, uh, while they're housebound, because uh, once again, people are probably really, really getting stressed out, getting a little tired of, uh, mm-hmm. and anxious of, of being inside. But I, I, I have a formula that I always uh, tell people, and I tell this to my sorority, uh, and I'll reiterate it again to them this Saturday when we have our virtual uh, meetings. We, we Skype or um, FaceTime, however you have your meeting, Zoom. Every, uh, I've been Zoomed out. Boy, I'm on Zoom so much, it's unbelievable. But uh, but I, I let me just if you guys would allow me a few minutes to just uh, give some tidbits to people who are listening out there of the things that they can do uh, when they become a little anxious and really wanting to get out and and so some tips on um, how they can cope uh, with going on during this time of an uncertainty because it is still uh, a time of uncertainty. Just listening to you guys talk about all the things that uh, that we're still in the midst of. And, and I can see us being in the midst of these things for the next few months, maybe all the way to the end of the year. You know, maybe by mm-hmm. this time next year we'll be uh, back on track. But but we were talking about how much money we spent on food and groceries, <clears throat> excuse me, and those kinds of things. So, so I want to encourage people, uh, and, and as uh, Mr. Arthur said, uh, there's there's the SNAP program is issuing out uh, extra amounts of uh, food stamps for people who may may not have ever qualified for food stamps in the past, but may be able to get uh, food stamps now. I, I believe he said a couple months of it. So it's really important for us to eat well and, and eat regularly and eat healthy uh, food 
uh, it's real important to keep the body strong and keep the body in good physical shape. And, and we can find all of our good, we can find all of our vitamins and our nutrients, our minerals and all of that stuff uh, in our foods to help us to combat our anxiety. And don't forget the whole grains and the fresh fruits and the vegetables. Uh, and, and not just, don't even gear guys to just one specific. Some people say, well, I don't like broccoli and I don't like greens and I don't like uh, this and that. I don't like spinach. Well, those green things are really, really important. But 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 eat all colors. Eat your squash, you know, your yellow vegetables, your green vegetables, uh, your tomatoes, and uh, which happens to be a, a vegetable as well. And no, it's a fruit. I'm sorry. Uh, tomato is a fruit, right? Not a vegetable, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, but but you may even be interested in starting to grow your own stuff. I I'm share with you guys that, I, or I saw something on, I don't know where I saw it, something on TV maybe, and I ordered this big round thing that looked like a a big tire from an 18 wheeler. I ordered two of those, and so once it gets here, I'm going to put my put my uh, soil in it, and I'm going to start growing my tomatoes and and my peppers and greens and, and whatever I can come up with uh, to put into that thing and grow. And then some fruits, put those in there because I'm going to start growing my own food. Because sometimes uh, I'm just not sure about the foods. We know Smithfield closed, right? Smithfield closed down because mm-hmm. 200 and some people uh, tested positive in there and lots of deaths. And they make a large amount of our food. But when I read about them, guys, and found out that we don't even own that company anymore, that they did an acquisition with China, and China actually owns Smithfield. And so I really became interested in growing my own stuff at that time. I don't have to have any meat. Meat's fine, but I don't have to have it. So so I said learn yeah. how to bake. You know, you can bake uh, a little. It's okay to have a little bit of a sugar sometimes uh, to help your your anxiety. Well, it won't help your anxiety really. Uh, for for uh, when you're nervous, uh, sugar is not good because sugar hypes you even more. But uh, and it's okay to have a little bit of sugar every now and then again. But but eat that. Eat your sweets in moderation. If it makes you uh, feel badly, don't eat it at all. But drink That's lots it. of water. Mm-hmm. Water, right? Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you want to jump in? Story, like, so they just, that Smithfield story, just, uh, just go back to what, we, you know, what I said. Uh, uh, what I told you last week, I, I wanted to throw everything in my house that I made by China, but I wasn't going to have nothing left. <laughs> you weren't going to have it. I know it. I know. And someone someone said that. Someone, I sent the pictures of, of all these different meats, and then they said, we didn't have a thing left when I took out all that stuff that you showed me pictures of. But that that was all made in Smithfield, and so I just wanted to make sure that we're safe with that. But don't forget the exercise. You can even exercise in your house. But if you have to mm-hmm. go outside, make sure you keep a distance. But exercise in your lawn, in your back lawn or your front lawn or whatever. But that always helps to relax people. It alleviates fears and frustrations and anxiety. Uh, if you got a garden, then get out there in your garden and, and plant. And I plan on doing that. And uh, and then by all means, you get if you want to socialize, uh, Zoom, uh, FaceTime, and Skyping your your family and friends. There's a way that you can be in contact. My my granddaughter 
came down from University of Washington at Seattle. She lives right down the street from that nursing home that has all of those deaths. And we didn't even embrace. We just said, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But I was Gave happy to have her in the house. I gave through a California kiss, as my sister calls one. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, 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 then, and then, guys, think about this. There's so much work that we can get done in our house, houses. Make sure my, my drawers are in such tip-top shape. I always kept them in, in great shape, but, boy, they are. I, you think I was still in the military. <laughs> boy, you could line them up. They are just perfectly folded. Everything is perfectly folded and in place. So clean out your closets, find chores, and, and you don't have to do it all in one day, right? Just uh, set yourself a schedule and start decluttering and throwing stuff out. Weed out your yeah, garden. I, I, I spend more time I, outside. I, Go ahead. See, see, you you uncluttering. I'm escalating. <laughs> I'm, sharing, I'm sharing my things with people I have too much anyway So I'm sharing I'm giving to the goodwill And giving to the, the church uh, For for their uh, clothing uh, rack And yeah. anybody that needs things Just get rid of it And, yeah, and, avoid, and avoid watching too much uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue if that makes you yeah. uh, te- a little testy, right? That is and, always and, and whatever and, what, and, and whatever you do, don't drink the Kool Aid. Don't don't do drink it. the Kool. <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't drink the Kool Aid <laughs> or the Lysol, please. <laughs> don't do it by all means. Why? Because we want you to keep breathing, right? We want you to keep yeah. breathing. <laughs> well, and, and if you drink to the that Kool-Aid, end, I'd... oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm done. I'm done, Ms. Rihanna. I'm done. To, to that end, I do want to say I, I just came across this headline. Kansas man drank disinfectant after oh, Trump's weird press conference about I disinfectant. Know. I and know. I know. Please say that to me, please. That, that's, yes, that's so sad. And and that's I, not I a lone report. That. That's been reported by other governors as well and poison control centers across the country. Wow. Yeah. With that being said, listen, you guys were amazing. This was a great show. I, I always enjoy being right back here on Marvelous Monday with you guys. Mr. Arthur, if you still have any final comments, I'm going to turn it over to you, and you can turn it over to Ms. Rihanna. And it's a dumb no, deal. And I look forward to it. Sorry, our, our, our great Republican guest didn't make it back tonight. Oh, well, thank you, Ms. Rihanna. Uh, thank, mm-hmm. and, and, and thank you all. For, and, I want to say, everybody, just take care of yourself uh, again. You know, just just uh, focus on your family. Make sure that they're, they're safe. Follow follow safe distance. Be practical, and 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 just understand we're in, we're in a darkness period, survival of the fittest. So take care of yourself. All right. It's well Rihanna, said. It's all yours. <laughs> well, well said. said. And there is enough going on on a day to day basis to keep us enraged, and it is perfectly fine to be angry, but. Because we are in this pivotal moment, this paradigm shift, make sure you do something with, your, with that anger because now is the time. Opportunity abounds. Take care of yourselves. We love you, and we will Monday night. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won. 
heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch. We gon' run with it now. Never look back. We done gone hundreds of miles from dark roads, heroes to become a hero. Facing the league of justice. His power was the people. Enemy is lethal. A king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day when the glory comes It will be ours
the wood. Okay, we're just gonna fun thing. I don't think so. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.